So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome back, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. Becca and I are here today with our crossover episode with Ashley and Ben from Almost Famous. We are so excited to be doing this with you. We did part one on Almost Famous, but now this is part two on Bachelor Happy Hour. And I think this is the first time we've had you both together on here. So welcome. Um, Before we get into all of the fun questions, how are you both doing? We're I good. Know, I, I, I just got a crotch shot of Ashley, and I've never. <laughs> I was wondering what was going on. I didn't know what you was going on. You can't say that's the first time in five years that that's happened. Yeah. Uh, that was, I was like, I don't know what to do. Uh, oh my gosh. Ashley and I are so pumped to be here. We're, we're Ashley and I have been a team for five years, and I love Ash. Like we we've done this together every week. I don't think we've ever. I don't know if Ashley and I've ever done a different podcast. Interview together? together. I don't think we've ever oh, done really? this. Yeah, that's so fun. I love oh, that. First time for all. Do yeah. you ever get on each other's nerves? Like, do you guys ever fight over no. that five years or not really? It's weird. He no, probably, it is weird. He probably has his moment where he's like, Jesus, I don't, this woman won't shut up. I'm trying to <laughs> ask a question. She keeps asking questions. But besides she, that, 
And I, so. I will say, though, like, and just taking it back to a couple years ago when Ben and I were on tour together, the, just the respect, like, the level of respect and admiration that he had for you, Ashley, and the friendship that you guys had formed was something really special. Like, I remember you would call him at certain times, and I wouldn't hear what the conversation was, but it was, like, to ask for certain bits of advice, and I think that's something so special, and that's why I love you both. I feel like you guys have kind of paved the way together and that's why we're so happy to have you both here because Michelle and I can always learn from other people as she's as Ashley is still giving me crotch shots yeah it is true though I mean we we haven't really fought uh I'm sure we get on each other's nerves not like to a point where it's like oh my gosh I gotta get out of here um it's like a brother-sister relationship Mm -hmm. and uh I would say more than anything and I I'm just as we get started here, I, I, I'm proud of Ashley and I, and I hope you two do the same thing, where it's five years. Like, that's a long time mm-hmm. to really work is. alongside anybody in this yeah. kind of space and still, like, enjoy doing it, get along doing it, um, getting better at still doing it together. But I'm just, I'm proud of us for mm-hmm. being able to do it, I guess. Aww, I'm proud of y'all, too. Cheers to <laughs> you, too. Hey. I wish I had a glass of wine right now. Cheers to I Ashley know, I'm like, and I got Ben. I a water bottle and a Celsius. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> but anybody who knows Ben knows that, like, you couldn't be working with a more kind, understanding human. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, any issue that ever arises between the podcast or like in Bachelor Nation, he's the first person that you can just talk it out with. That's yeah, really Ben, sweet. I don't even, I don't know if I've ever met you in person. I don't think we correct? have. I've met you I, only like on podcasts or like Zoom mm-hmm. situations, but I remember I coming back, you were on, when I was on Matt's season of The Bachelor, I think you were on one of the the group dates. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like one of the first group dates, right? I came in the house late, um, but all their girls went, and when they came back, when they came back, they weren't like, oh, they weren't like, oh my god, Matt. They're like, oh my god, Ben. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that nice. is what Ben has. Everybody, that yeah, everybody was just so excited that. Ben was on the date because he yes. was so good looking. <laughs> he was so sweet. That <laughs> happened. Really ben, did, yeah. I don't, really ben, I don't so think I ever told you this, but when it was Ari's season, I think they were filming. It had to have been like the Women Tell All or one of the live specials that I wasn't at. And I remember both. Well, I don't want to say the names, but two of my girlfriends who I'm still friends with called me because you were staying at the same hotel as them and you were going to this live special and so were they. And they both called me at separate times. They're like, we just met Ben Higgins and I think he's single. He's so hot. Like, screw Ari. Maybe we just go for Ben. And I'm sitting there like, this is so good. I don't think I've ever told you this, this before. This is very awkward right now. Wait, I'm um, sorry, I will say. I have to throw my own story in now. I remember when you came to my hotel room after Men Tell All. It, that sounds scandalous, but it was like a couple select guys and girls that, yeah. from our respective seasons came to my hotel room, and Ben and I were talking out on the balcony. And I was like, I can't believe that I'm talking to the Ben Higgins in my hood. Like you were such a celebrity because it was so obvious <laughs> you were the next bachelor and one of the most deserving bachelors I've ever had. Okay. Oh, how times have changed because I, right before we started recording, I was outside in my yard picking up dog poop uh, with a glove on um, because we're getting ready to travel. The next thing I would say is, uh, yeah, no, that is true. Things, things change. Maybe that was a bad example, but things do change. Um, Michelle, half that date didn't get aired because I had so much fun doing it that I was like yelling like, go faster faster like because it was like a relay race and so half the day didn't even air so i'm glad i didn't i i left that day going i think i just scared 
every single person on that date um, <laughs> because even the producers came into my room and were like, you got really intense out there. I was like, I don't know what got into me. I just had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, um, no. <laughs> yeah. no, they, everyone seemed to take it as like encouragement. Everyone was, was nice. very, yeah, in a good mental spot. That makes me feel oh better. God. I love this. Um, I feel like we could talk to you guys and just, just about anything and shoot this shit, but we do want to get into just some fun topics because we've all gone through this crazy world. And when we ended actually your podcast, we ended talking about the upcoming season of The Bachelorette and obviously we all recapped the show. What are both of your thoughts on having the two leads? And I also want to add on to that and um, for both of you, because Ashley, you've done several seasons, New on Paradise, and now you're happily married from somebody that you met on the show, and Ben, you were also a lead and now happily married. What is some advice that you would give to both the women, like, now as their season is about to air, and then anything once it's kind of done and all in the open, what would you advise for them at that point, too? Ben, you go first. Okay, here we go. Um, first thing is, how do I feel about two bachelorettes? I... I originally did not like the idea. I think for very similar reasons why everybody else didn't love the idea. Uh, you're sharing this moment with somebody else, and that's a hard place to put anybody into, especially when this thing is brand new. Uh, I also didn't know how it was going to play out. So in my season of The Bachelorette, there were two bachelorettes um, at the beginning, and I think it was an experiment that didn't go well, and as a cast member, it didn't feel great either. Uh, because you just don't know these people. And like, how am I supposed to make a decision on night one with two people that are very different that I know nothing about? And so I was concerned in summary about this season because how are you supposed to date and explore and, and walk through life with somebody for this short period of time? Well, at the same time, there's somebody else on the other side that, so if things go bad, you can just be like, Oh, sorry. Well, I'm moving on. Uh, from what I hear from the two bachelorettes themselves, I'm more now excited and comfortable and like ready to watch how this plays out. They feel it feels like however it was done, it was healthier than what I expected. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of all I could say right now is I'm, I am intrigued or excited to watch uh, and less cautious about this just feels like another season that is going to kind of backfire and be a really awkward conversation for us to have on these podcasts and try mm -hmm. to navigate like how to do it. Um the next, I would say, is what advice do I have for them? I think it's two pieces. One, uh, have a lot more fun with it than you even think you're willing to have because this is a unique experience in life. And uh, it's going to be stressful. It's going to feel so serious, and it is serious at times. So when the moments where you're like you can feel like, hey, I'm enjoying this, soak it up. Like look around mm -hmm. you. Breathe in. Like breathe in the media and the, the New York – tours and all of that stuff because it does go away and it should go away but while you're in it like enjoy the opportunity you have um and then move on would be my next piece of advice like maybe not from the franchise uh, you know i'm still a part of this franchise it's been mm -hmm. good to me i have a unique story where it's been good to me uh, overall but move on um we we've all been asked to be on a dating show uh we for some of us, we have different star power, right? We can host things better or we uh, are creators and like this will open up a whole new lane of opportunities. But this, the fame will fade. The celebrity does fade. It should fade. Nobody's meant to be famous. And then like enjoy that ride too of going back to whatever life looked like before a little bit. Um, 
and be okay with that and know what happens to everybody would be how I close this is know that every single person, no matter if they think they're not going to or not, they've been the lead of the show. They've got off the show and felt like a rock star. They have been a rock star. And then over time, there's a new person and there's a new year. There's a new thing come and it goes away. Mm-hmm. And just know that you aren't alone in those moments where it feels like everything else fades. Um, mm-hmm. That would be my advice. I think that's the only thing that I could say that would be helpful would be just enjoy all of it. Mm-hmm. That's Solid. probably I love, some I love of the best advice both. that I've heard. Just really ex- embracing like the experiences as it comes, like build up, filming the show, airing the show, you know, post-show finale, everything, and then like truly moving on. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. I, nobody's meant to be famous. Doesn't that sound like a quote? That uh, that's what I was to gonna say. I think some people out <laughs> there will deny that statement. Nobody was meant to be famous. That was, I can that name was really deep. I know, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so solid. It's kind of it's like the same way that we all age and grow and get mm-hmm. older and get wrinkles and gray hair. It's like. When you're young, you never think that's going to happen to you and you think you're going to be this way. And then everyone goes through it and experiences those fears. And it's we all go through it. We all get older. It's I I love both of those bits. Ashley, what about you? I feel like I can never like speak after Ben in those moments. And I will say that (laughs) my story on The Bachelor has been so unique that I don't even know if I can give advice to especially like a lead because Jared and I got so much time without the spotlight on us to build a friendship. And we were able to just create such a solid foundation because we were never in a committed relationship on TV. We never left with Mm -hmm. that. So, I mean, that's really the, my probably best advice is maybe to leave and just take the time to get to know each other. Remember that you really are still dating, even if you do have a ring on your finger Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm to reiterate what Ben said, it's all about soaking in those moments that are so surreal and they're still surreal to this day. And I still can't believe sometimes that like I am where I am. Like if I'm on the set of something seven years, almost eight years after starting this whole thing. And it's like, this is so cool. I can't believe I'm here. (laughs) I still can't believe it. And every time think it's going to be your last time. Mm -hmm. One day it will be, and you won't even know. Well, so Ashley, that's actually a good segment into what I want to ask you, because like you just said, your story with Jared is a little bit unconventional and you guys met on Paradise. But taking it back to that day, you know, going back down. Okay, I have a two part question. So going back down the day that you actually got engaged on Mm -hmm. the beaches of Paradise once again. A, did you ever expect that you two would be going down there together and leaving together and having that special, unique bonding moment? Like, was that something you ever foresaw? And then when he actually proposed, did you have any idea that it was happening that day? (laughs) Okay, so I am such a positive person and everybody will be like, you totally manifested Jared being your husband. So when people say, "Can can you imagine that? Like, yeah, I, I could. I did. <laughs> I imagined that. And then we especially got together. I was like, I hope this happens in paradise because what a yeah. cool full circle moment. So even though we had like times where I definitely was like, I guess it's not him. I guess he's just not my person. Those times were like far and few between. And mm-hmm. they're 
before you know it, I'd be back to being like, yeah, we're going to end up together one day. I just don't know how. It's just like so weird. Like, why are we boyfriend and girlfriend, but we don't touch? That's basically what we said. That's how we described our relationship. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not like shocked that it, that it all unfolded that way. And that day I was like 50, 50, I was getting my nails done. Wait, 50, week. 50, if you thought 50, he was going to propose or not. Yeah. 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 Then okay. He was sorry. Propose. I thought you said 50, 50, like if you were going to say yes or not. There was no way she wasn't saying yes. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, she could have been like, I'm playing hard to get, <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> So I was like getting my nails done that week of, and I was telling the nail tech, I'm like, listen, this might be my engagement manicure. So I really need this to be good. My sister sat next to me and she was like, can you make sure it's this shape? Cause I know nothing when it comes to that mm. stuff. Uh, so I just kept going back and forth and asking anyone who would have insight. I was like, mom, dad, has he asked you? And everybody had the straightest face they're like ashley you're insane like no jade and tanner were so good because i had had dinner with them the night before and jared Mm -hmm. went to the bathroom and i interrogated them and they're like listen it's it's not happening now but it'll happen within the next six months that's what happens when you say yes to to this is what happens yeah Yeah, it's uh <laughs> it's how i picture ashley as she steps away to get her baby here uh no, i've always pictured ashley up until the day of her wedding having you know she was the type of girl who had posters all over her room of every boy band known to man uh mm-hmm. She loved Jared so much. If you knew her back in the day, you knew that she loved Jared and like made it mm-hmm. very clear to everybody how much she loved Jared behind the scenes. She made it clear. I have a feeling that like I always had this idea that she went back to her room and like drew out a game plan on a piece of paper of how she was going to get Jared, um, how she was going to get him to fall in love with her <laughs> and like manifested it and like prayed over that piece of paper for weeks until the day he finally did because add a yeah. piece of his hair <laughs> yeah exactly some like something <laughs> creepy yeah something weird here going on no. add some we stones. need we need ash's manifestation powers i think no. everyone needs like a little we need to like bump shoulders with her have it rub off off on us a little bit absolutely because well, clearly i'm not doing it correctly <laughs> yeah one day one day one you'll day figure it out yeah, you'll figure it out. <laughs> that's that's awesome, though. I can't even... No, Ashley, this has all been really amazing to kind of just see how this has all come about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do have a question. The fact that, like, this is just going to show how good you are at, like, just life manifesting. I mean, you're on a podcast right now talking about your engagement, how you manifested all this, and then you're, like, <laughs> feeding the offspring that all of this created. <laughs> um, but you wore stilettos. <laughs> down the beach for this engagement how the baby's on board so how the heck did you do that i wasn't even thinking like oh i'm gonna be walking through the sand i thought we were giving out a date card and if you've been to paradise you're like oh i'll be in the rose ceremony palapa um i'll be in the beach area didn't think i was gonna be taking a walk down memory lane literally on the beach yeah and i think when you're not there for a few years you kind of forget that like it's mm-hmm. bare feet or sandals and that's your only option mm-hmm. 
Hey, just tell everybody I, that you planned and that you owned it, you know? Okay, there's that too. You were the I mean, only like, person was, who can was, actually walk in heels. And you looked yeah, stunning. Right, 50-50 shot of getting engaged. I mean, I was going to do it in heels. You're going to look good, of course. So speaking of engagements, Ben, you, when we were on tour years ago, you had this grand, elaborate, lovely plan on how you wanted to originally propose to Jess when we were in New York Mm -hmm. City. Obviously, COVID hindered that plan. So then when you actually did it back, it was at Jess's parents' place, correct? Yeah. When you proposed. What did you do mentally, emotionally, whatever, to prepare you to propose to her in that way to kind of shift from what you were planning. And in that moment, on that special day, what was the most important thing or message that you really wanted to come through to her? Mm, yeah, well, that's a good set. So you're right. Uh, I had a plan in New York City, and we had a bunch of professional dancers on tour with us. And so they were getting all of their professional dance friends to do a massive... Um, what do you call it when everybody joins in like randomly and dances? Flash mob. Flash, flash mob. mob right? Flash mob. Yeah, they're gonna do a random flash mob to her grandfather's favorite song. Who had just recently her it was one of her closest family members who had just recently passed away, right before I was proposing, and it was gonna be beautiful. We're gonna do it in Central Park. Her parents were gonna be out there. My parents were gonna be out there. We had the Plaza Hotel lobby like dedicated to where we're gonna celebrate. It was. Also I think some good. of the choreography was like already done, All set, the ready to go. Done. Yeah. <laughs> And then COVID hit a week before that. And so her mom and I talked to each other and we said, uh, well, I'm going to propose. That's not going to stop. So how can we make this special? So sunflowers are our favorite flower. We set up flowers in their backyard along a pond. And so to get to your final question, what was important to me? And I thought through this. So on the flight home and on the drive, I was like, what what is important about this moment? Because you you say a lot, and I was more nervous for that than I ever was for my wedding. Um, just a weird, you know, your best friend, the love of your life, and you're like looking at them, asking them a very direct question in a very formal way, and it's like, this mm-hmm. feels mm-hmm. odd. It feels different. I just simply wanted to tell her and commit to her, um, one, that I was grateful that like she came into my life, and two, I don't know why like this makes me tear up. This is weird. Aww. Um Aww. I just wanted to tell, well, probably because last night uh, we, we had like a good old wedding conversation where we're like, hey, Ben, you need to communicate with me better. You need to tell me what's going on in your life. And I'm like, I don't know how. Um, and it was like a hard, you know, just those things happen in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to tell her I was going to like be there like n- forever. Like mm-hmm. I-, I wanted to make sure she knew that I was happy and excited to be there with her in life forever Mm -hmm. that i i want to be that man to her i want to be that partner to her that she didn't have to worry about that anymore um so that was that was it like just that i I, she didn't have to worry about Mm -hmm. that's anything and and sometimes it's those most simple sentiments that we all need to hear right like Mm -hmm. yes you guys had probably talked about getting engaged at some point and i'm sure Mm -hmm. it wasn't a complete shock to her but it's, it's still nice to hear just the simplicity of I am here, I'm committed to you, you know, like that's not going to waver. That That's so special. So now that you both are happily married, um, we are not. What is, what is one bit of advice that you could give to freshly married couples that are now kind of going through this next chapter of life together 
Um, and I also want to know the most interesting thing that you've learned from your partners since you've been married. Oh my goodness. Um, and your fate. I want to know the favorite thing as well. Like what, um, what has just been the beautiful thing that you, you know, having a healthy marriage. The biggest joy to realize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, I would say to the, the, to answer the first question, um, one of the, the biggest joys to being married, um, has been just like looking at Jessica and knowing she's my she's my my teammate that we have this together mm-hmm. that everything I do in life is with her. The hardest thing for me personally to switch over from is I was res- relatively single or living alone for I mean I was 32 years old when I got married. So for about 8 years, you develop some really selfish habits. Uh, and I've had to eliminate some of those selfish habits like I have to communicate better with my wife. Uh, I can't just internalize everything and never explain to her that, hey, I had a hard day at work or, hey, this relationship, my friendship in my life is really frustrating me. Like, I can't just sit in that anymore. Mm-hmm. I have to talk to her about that. And that's hard for me. I'm not great at it. And I don't know how to do it and when it's appropriate, when it's not. Um, the most beautiful thing about Jessica, this is easy because it's the first thing that comes to mind is if you've met Jessica Clark Higgins, um, I am a... A skeptic at times. I am cynical. Um, I assume things often. Uh, Jessica believes the best in people right away. She encourages me to see that. She loves people well. She likes people well. I don't know if I've ever heard her say like anything uh, about anybody. Like she just enjoys each piece of somebody individually, and she she knows how to. Mm-hmm. She's learned or loves how to do that, and that's just. It's good for me. It makes me a better man, but it's also really fun to live with somebody like that because mm-hmm. their their love for people is so broad. Um, mm-hmm. I think it comes from her faith and her love in God, and I think her um, belief that people matter. But I also just think it's because she's just special. So that's my favorite mm-hmm. thing is just living mm-hmm. with somebody that loves people really well. Mm-hmm. Well, what's awesome about Jared and my relationship is I think that we went through so much the harder stuff early on and now it's really easy. You know, people go like marriage is hard. It's like, well, I have to say we've been blessed thus far in the three years we've been married that it hasn't been hard. And I'm sure that those years are going to come. I mean, that's just natural, but it's, we work as a team so well, even if it was like, even before having kids, it's just like a balance of like, I don't, there's like, we were able to always find like a balance, even if it's like running the household and now with him, it's being a parent is not easy at all. But Jared and I have been really great in parenting together. It's just like, we really share the responsibilities and I'm so lucky to have a man who like believes in sharing all responsibilities when it comes to that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he loves it. And that's one of like the sweetest things that I love about him is how much he loves taking care of people, whether that's me. He, he's like a big acts of service guy. Like, you know, that he like takes pride in like surprising me with like clean bottles next to the, the, the baby <laughs> food maker. And like, even before we had Dawson, he'd get annoyed when like my mom would take Lois out on walks or like feed feed Lois during COVID. We were like mm-hmm. out of my parents for a long time. He's like, that's my dog. I want to take care of my dog. I love taking care of her. And then mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of that same way it is with Dawson now. And it's just really cute. And um, I just appreciate that he has like 
he just loves to provide and take care of his family and i know that he gets that from his dad mm-hmm. and uh, that's just one of it's just one of the many things that i love so much about him Aww. but it really like you can it plays a role in like our day to day oh my gosh well you both have such incredible supportive partners i'm i'm lucky to say that because i've met them both but i don't even know the tip of the iceberg of how incredible they both are but and i also love how you're saying this and dawson's just looking up at you like with his big beautiful eyes i was looking at you becca because i'm like i know that look (laughs) are you looking at him because you like can't wait to have this with thomas i'm getting ready i'm getting ready um you're like but glowing this this is not about me this is about you two and we always play games with any of our guests that we have on so this is super fun it's basically rapid fire um we thought we would test your bachelor nation knowledge since we've all been in this world for quite a bit and this game is called who said it so we're gonna give you and we'll go every other so i'll read a sentence and ben you can answer who you think it is and vice versa but basically we're gonna give you an iconic quote from either the bachelor bachelorette or from somebody in paradise and you try to have to you have to try to guess who said it so let's go ben first quote somebody said i've never been this turned on in a high school before ben higgins that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, I no. remember I had a date in high school, so I thought so. These, I would suck at this game because I wouldn't know any of these, but that was actually JoJo Fletcher back in the day. Now, Ashley, this JoJo. person said, my motto is under promise and over deliver. Is that Ben? Nope. That one is from Dean. That was on Bachelor in Paradise. That's so obvious. That's so obvious. Okay. Okay, um, I'll take the next one so, real quick. Oh, you got All it. Right. Okay, cool. If you want to be with a woman, you have to become a real man. Ooh. Nick Vile. No, it's no. actually Hannah Ann. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hannah Ann. That, that was the like, real mm-hmm. shit. Okay. That was a good one. I all remember right. how amazing she was during that breakup scene and oh, how yeah. all the right things were coming out of her mouth. Yeah. I was like, yes, girl, you're saying everything I wanted to say back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Ashley, who said this one? My biggest fear is the idea that you could not be loved back or maybe possible, possibly unlovable. Oh, well, we all know this is Ben. That's the most <laughs> obvious <laughs> Ben quote I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Got it. I do appreciate you wanting to look out for me, but at the same time, I can speak for myself. Maddie Pruitt. No, that was our girl, Michelle. Hey. (laughs) That's solid. I was like, I should have looked into Michelle's eyes when she said it, because I know she was sitting there being like, "Mm -hmm." Mm mm-hmm. Michelle, who did you say that to? That was me. Honestly, I feel like I said that several times to people. <laughs> to <laughs> every man on the season. I will speak for myself. Um, yeah, I don't even remember which situation got aired, but I did say that. Okay. I thought I knew what kind of man you were. What you just made me go through, I would never want my children having a father like you. Ooh. Claire Crawley. Yeah, girl. Woo. <laughs> wow. These are, these are Okay, amazing. here's this one. I love sports, but I don't play games. Come on. Uh, Michelle Young. Yeah. No. No, anybody really? sports goes to me. Rachel Lindsay. Oh, dang uh, it. Let's go, Rachel. I'm terrible at this game. It's okay. <laughs> okay. I've been a fool, and I'm so sorry, and I want to make it up to you for the rest of my life. 
Oh, that's my husband. Yeah. Yes. 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 Nailed it. Okay. I was just waiting for let's do the damn thing to come up. And I was like, I know that one. I know it. <laughs> we got to make these easier sometime. Damn. Um, you two, it has been so much fun having you both on. That was way too short. I just love catching up with you. I love just watching both of your lives unfold. And they truly all worked out. We've all been through weird shit in this franchise through all the ups mm. and downs. But you have both found incredible partners. It seems like you are just loving life. And so we are so happy that you joined us on Happy Hour. Hey, thank, thank you, you so much, us. guys. This is really fun. And this thank you, awesome. Dawson, for joining us too, buddy. Yeah, Dawson, you've been, you've been pretty special good. Special guest. Pretty yeah. good. So precious. He'll be hosting in no time. Oh, I know. <laughs> what a fun top of the episode. I'm so glad that Ben and Ashley were able to join us on Happy Hour. Such a fun crossover and truly one that, you know, like Ben had said, like something we didn't expect to happen between two podcasts. But it's great to see them. I think for us too, Michelle, like we're very fresh working on Happy Hour together and they've been doing this for five years. So it's fun so to see how they operate together. I mean, they know each other so well and who knows, girl, maybe we can get there one day together too. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. No, they're just so uplifting. And it's like, that was just such a good, like, feel good episode. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but definitely. it has been... It has been a minute. Hello, happy hour listeners. Um, I really <laughs> have back. missed being on here with you, Becca. Um, I And I do appreciate you taking over as there's been a lot going on and I really did need to step away for a minute to mm -hmm. just kind of focus on myself. So yeah. thank you. But I am back and I'm super excited to be back. Well, I'm excited to hear this voice again. I, for one, have missed it. And I know our listeners have missed hearing you, too. It's and, and my heart goes out to you because I know what it's like to go through not only a breakup, but a very public one at that. And so we kept saying week after week, like, take the time, the space that you need. We hope that you felt supportive, supported and loved from afar. Um and I, I, you did, I think, what is probably the best thing anyone could do in your position is you said, I need a reset, I need a change of scenery. And so you took off for a week and went on what looks like a beautiful vacation in Iceland. So let's start on a high note and talk about <laughs> yeah. that fun little girls trip that you had. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I really love traveling. It's something that I've always love to do and I want to do more of and it's been a really busy you know past few years with everything but I'm also a very spontaneous person and my friends have like come to learn that and so as this was unfolding like this had been just a lot of emotions for a decent amount of time you know had two friends Brooke and Tia who really were with me nearly every day with my family just kind of trying to work through all this and I just said, like, I just, I want to get out. I want to get out. I want to disconnect. Um, and so it was like a Thursday night when we bought tickets to Iceland. And then we left on, like, Monday morning or, like, Monday midday. Mm -hmm. So it was a super quick turnaround. Um, but I, it was, it was amazing. It was probably, like, the best thing that I could have done um, to just, completely get some fresh air and you know out in nature and like that that amazing reset and feeling like I'm honestly on a whole different planet because if, have you ever been to Iceland 
No, but I want to. It looks stunning. I, Absolutely I will be stunning. A personal tour guide. And oh hell yeah, Thomas back. <laughs> but um, no, I, I love Thomas, but I don't want him. I want us. I want okay, girls' I time. You. I got you. <laughs> no, it will one. It's only like five and a half hours. It's like a flight from Minneapolis, mm-hmm. so it's not really that far. But um, I sat down one day, and like, spent maybe like four or five hours just planning the whole trip, because like when I go on vacation, my I like two modes it's like vacation where i'm bopping around doing all bunch of activities or like mm-hmm. i'm in a resort all inclusive on the beach mm-hmm. pool every day right full-on tourists or full-on relaxation 100 percent. there's no in between 100 percent. so of course like i hopped on google i did my research um and so we ended up flying in we rented a car uh, we like drove three hours out and we just started working our way back in. And so we did ATVing like on black sand beaches. We got to see like these beautiful like waterfalls. Um, it was incredible. We got to go to the Blue Lagoon. We got to see these beautiful sunsets and just like every corner that you turned, there was some different type of scenery. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was truly amazing. Um, you know when you're like sitting on your couch and then your TV kind of goes into sleep mode and you see all those like beautiful places like postcard places crossing your TV yep so this is where I got the idea of Iceland because I really loved like the purple flowers that Mm -hmm. just like cover the fields and they're called I think lupines is the correct pronunciation it's like the flower right and so I'm like I I want to go see the purple flowers. So, like, literally, that that's, like, what, what I've been saying to my friends. Like, I love that you I said that. I want to see I, the purple flowers. I want to I see was, the purple flowers. I was going to ask you what your inspo yeah. was to pick Iceland. Have you ever read The Lupine Lady? The book? No. Oh, you should. What is it about? It's about this lady who plants lupines everywhere. Really? It was, like, one of my favorite children's books growing up. Oh my gosh. You are the lupine lady. <laughs> I'm the lupine. I can't take credit for that beauty of planning all those things. But yeah, I'm like, I, I want to go see the purple flowers. So of course, like my friends are like, okay, we're, buy- we're buying last minute tickets to go see flowers, right? I love that. <laughs> like, I love obviously that. I knew that there was going to be other scenery there and stuff. Um, but apparently, so like these lupines grow and there's o- they're only blooming for like, uh, like two to three weeks. And mm-hmm. we got there and hit it in its prime so they were everywhere so I was just I was so happy um and it was just so amazing to be able to go on these hikes and hot springs and just be able to like set my phone down and really just live and travel and reflect and feel the emotions that I was going to feel and you know it was really Mm -hmm. nice to have my friends there um to work through those tough emotions at times and to also Mm -hmm. like embrace the special moments and the uplifting moments during a really difficult time as well and Mm -hmm. so it was exactly what I needed um and I came back exhausted because you know I don't think we slept too much at all (laughs) um and there was like only like three hours of not even darkness but like where the sun set for maybe three hours because it's like the longest time of the year Mm -hmm. so we'd be like hiking up a mountain um it'd be at 2 a.m and we didn't even realize it was 2 a.m. And then we get back down. And I'm like, I'm kind of tired. Are you tired? What time it is? <laughs> time is it? And it's like 2 a.m. And it's like, crap. I mean, like when the sun is like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the sun's just, it's You're... just always light out. But um, I would highly, highly, highly recommend it because it was just such a cool experience. And being able to travel and pull over mm-hmm. and take pictures and 
luckily one of my friends, Tia, she's a really good photographer, so she had her camera and Oh, she I just, saw some of your pictures, girl. You looked she had fire. a field day. Like she's like, This is my dream to like be in this environment and mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like if you plop anybody out in a, a field of lupine purple flowers with like the dark cloudy sky and a mountain and a waterfall mm-hmm. behind them like i'm sorry like everyone's gonna look good you're like, gonna get good content it's the flowers regardless. Look that good. <laughs> yeah it's, but it was and her photography skills but but it was it was it was a pretty cool experience and it yeah. just could not have gone better and obviously there were definitely bumps in the road as we went along but it was just mm-hmm. it was a trip where i'm gonna definitely remember that yeah i think there's something so beautiful that like in your hardest moments you can still make the most and find beauty like there's something to be said for I mean and I've said this about like when people have passed my life like when I'm Mm -hmm. grieving a death which is kind of the same as a relationship like you're grieving the death of a future and this relationship that you thought you would always have to just have a change of pace and go somewhere for how little or as long as you want where it's just focus solely on you and what you need to get on and heal from this Mm -hmm. and to have something that like doesn't remind you of the past and doesn't remind you of like kind of what you were going through back home and so I'm really glad I mean thank goodness for your two friends too that you guys could Mm -hmm. just pack up and say hell yeah we're gonna do this like I think it sounds like working from home (laughs) yeah right but uh I think for me it it was definitely more of so just when the breakup happened and coming out with a statement, there's just, there's so many different like anxieties, right? Like I'm, yes, the public is going to be part of it. Yes. People are going to know about it and all these different things, but like, holy crap. I, my heart was like, I just lost my fiance. Mm-hmm. Like I thought I was going to have this life with this person. Um, and then, you know, kind of had to just truly, embrace and and realize like I I can only control what I can control Mm -hmm. and for me I didn't want to come back to a bunch of anxiety of like I ran away from things and so I kept telling my friends is like I really want to go somewhere but like emotionally I need to get to a point where I have dealt with this head on um doesn't mean that I'm perfectly fine right but like I've dealt with this to the point where I know that I'm not running away from it Mm -hmm. um because I I hate you know when you are I don't know if you've ever felt like this, Becca, but like when something happens or you go through a breakup or you're going through like a really anxious time and you're out grocery shopping or you're out hanging with friends or whatever, but like you are aware that you are out doing that just to distract you from what's going on, Mm -hmm. right? Have you ever felt that way before? So often. I dislike that feeling. That feeling is so uncomfortable to me. And so I'm like, I'm feeling these emotions intensely. It's going to come with waves. I'm going to make sure that I'm acknowledging, like, one, how I'm speaking to myself, how those thoughts are coming into my mind, and then what I need to say or what I need to do to let them pass and to let Mm -hmm. them go. And really, like, truly realize that these things are going to, like, these thoughts, these feelings, these really strong emotions, this pain, it's okay, but it's going to come and go in waves. And I just think, honestly, what has been so amazing is that I've, one, really been vulnerable with my family and friends, probably more vulnerable than I've ever been um, about not taking that on myself and really vocally acknowledging when those waves are coming. And then we deal with them. Like my friends and I, we deal with them and my family. And then 
acknowledging them once they pass and my mm -hmm. friends also letting those things pass and so it's a, a perfect perfect explanation of like life's a roller coaster um mm -hmm. and definitely have people by my side who are sitting front seat with me the whole entire way yeah you have such a great su support system and i've talked to you know some of your girlfriends yeah. <laughs> through this and and you and i have had some conversations too and i know that this is kind of the first time that you've sat down and you've been more open about your experience in this past month and you know we'll have a conversation and I want you to only share what you feel comfortable with sharing and we've all seen like the statements out there right like this is the first time where you finally have your side of things your voice and I hope that you want to use that if you feel comfortable um getting into just you in general and and how you've kind of changed throughout this past month like we've talked a little bit about what you are feeling the ups and the downs in this roller coaster and you know everyone handles grief and breakup in a different way but besides like feeling just I'm sure what is probably sadness at times and heartbreak at times like what else have you been feeling like what are prominent that you feel okay with sharing with our listeners yeah, um, this has been incredibly tricky just because, you know, kind of when I s spoke with Ben and Ashley about, they're like, well, did you see this coming? Is, you know, anything like that? And it's like this, this is nothing that I necessarily planned for in my summer <laughs> mm -hmm. um, to be, to be working through. Um, definitely came at a difficult time with trying to get through the end of the school year um, and, you know, setting that down and also dealing with those emotions of having to step away from something that I am passionate about because it's the healthy thing to do right now. Um, and I think the thing that has been the most difficult part is just acknowledging that everybody deals with breakups differently. Um, but having my friends and family hurt along with me with how this all kind of has been handled. Um, and it's not easy. And, you know, I, I know that Nate and I have talked a lot about, you know, we don't, we both don't believe in burning bridges. Um, I do not believe in that as well. Um, I have definitely had to take some space from social media, from responding to text messages, from responding to just DMs, just to disconnect, to protect my energy, to protect my peace, um, and really make sure that I'm taking care of myself because mm -hmm. this has been hard. This has been hard. This has been hurtful in many ways, and um, I want to make sure that I'm taking the correct steps to heal and to move forward and put that energy into focusing on myself and move forward and redirect and by stepping away um, after the breakup socially like social media and everything like that's how I'm gonna do that you know I can't pop on social media and smile and pretend like I'm okay mm -hmm. um, and I also will tell you when I'm not but definitely needing that time and appreciating that respect to have that time to um, take care of myself. Mm -hmm. 
And you are such a strong, self-aware woman. I, that's very apparent with, I'm sure, anyone who comes in contact with you, who listens to you speak. And I would hope that through all of this, like you, you have always cared so much about others and you have always poured your heart and soul and kindness into others. And just for me as a bystander and a friend to not fully see that always reciprocated, I think is difficult. Just never forget you have so much support in me, everyone behind you running this podcast, so much support in your friends and family. We all love you. And it's been hard enough that now I want to kind of take this and leave you on a high note and build you up because you are so freaking incredible and you truly deserve the world and all of the happiness in yourself and in a future partner one day. So right now, and I know it's going to be very hard to probably answer this and even be able to like comprehend like what's next for you, but really like right now, what do you think is next for you? If you could share anything as a learning lesson from this entire experience, what would that be? Ooh, um, it's so such like a unique position to be in because I feel like my entire life, like I, I knew what I was and I'll explain that in a second, but like I, I knew what I was or what I was going for, right? Like I was training because I wanted to be play division one basketball in college. Right. And so, you know, you get to that mile marker. And then as I was going through college, I wanted to be a teacher, wanted to work in education. And so then I did that. And then me still having that passion for education, but also being burnt out and realizing that this is going to be a very difficult task to step outside of the classroom, not necessarily outside of education, but outside the classroom. Um, and, you know, not really know exactly where I'm going, but also having so many different ideas and passions of where I could potentially go. Um, and then like the other day, <laughs> the other day, my mom asked, has asked me like, now what? And I'm like, shit, mom, I have no life plans. Like, shit, what do I do? Like, mom, Joking, don't ask jokingly, me that right now. Jokingly, right? But, um, but I, even though like that anxiety will pass every once in a while that like that whole like what is that saying life is your oyster mm-hmm. and there's times the where world it's like, is your oyster or, what is it the world is your oyster. the world is your oyster there we go so it's like there's times where i'm like the world is your oyster like oh my god and then i'm like yeah the world is my oyster yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it kind of like goes back and forth but um for me it's just really putting steps in a direction to take care of myself to focus on myself because I've never really truly done that before um find my inner peace find my happiness and find what's next like with what I'm passionate about and the great thing is that like I'm passionate about so many different things from you know fitness to giving back to working with kids to inspiring the youth all these different things there's so many things that I can do with those I just need to figure out what, and also it could be all of them. Mm-hmm. And so it's the terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying at times. But this is truly a situation where I'm now betting on myself. And I, I do, I do believe in myself. And I have people who are very close to me who also believe in me. And that's truly all that I need. 
you know, mm-hmm. if I if I believe it, I'm good. And Michelle Young will be back. <laughs> yes, if we'll she be believes back, it, she will be yeah. good. I have, and I have no doubt. <sighs> you, out of anyone who would say those words, I'm like, yes, she's she. Like, mm-hmm. I worry about you just as a friend because I never want yeah. anyone to like go through this. And her, yeah. But you, out of anyone, will find the silver lining and be better than when you started, right? And you kept saying on your season, you want to change the world. And is that still the case? Yeah. And yeah. (laughs) And like, that is something that I've thought about that it, it doesn't matter if I'm who's in the picture, who's not in the picture, those things of like those passions of what I believe I'm Mm -hmm. here to do are not changing. And Mm -hmm. so that's kind of where my energy and focus goes right now. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And I think that's a really good thing. It is a great thing. Michelle, I absolutely love you. I know that this entire conversation was not easy. It, 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 it's hard, especially coming back to taking a few weeks off, but I'm so glad that you did. And I hope that this can still be a fun weekly thing where you can just kind of get out of, you know, your life and what you're going through and just still have fun with it. Um, because we actually, we absolutely love having you here. So thank you for coming back, Michelle. We missed you. I, know, I love I you. I too. And I'm, I'm so happy to have you, Becca. And I'm also really excited to be able to, like, put so much energy just into the podcast. Because, you know, teaching and, and podcasting and traveling and all these different things, it's been, it's been a lot. And so not saying that my life will slow down anything because I usually figure out how to fill my time mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I'm so happy to have this um, every week I'm so happy that we can jump on and have the listeners you know keeping up to date with where we are at and then also turning mm-hmm. that focus to Gabby and Rachel as we watch this new season coming up next week I know it's wild and I mean you have been through this world you know and there's no better people I think that Gabby and Rachel could look up to than you for this um it's going to be an interesting season but I'm glad that you are here with me doing this it's it's gonna be one for the books um so don't forget as Michelle just said their season starts next freaking week how wild is that it's coming up we got seven more days before it begins so we got to Get our asses in gear, Michelle. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I'm passing that god dang baton. Yes. Get <laughs> rid of it. We can you have don't it. need that load anymore. Um, Michelle, <laughs> so glad to have you back. Thank you for joining us again. And I'm never letting you leave me ever again. I will never um, leave you. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and also a huge thank you to Ben and Ashley. It was such a fun crossover episode. Don't forget to, well, first listen to Happy Hour, but then you can also listen to the Almost Famous podcast. And just like ours, you can catch the the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen. And you can listen to them ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. <laughs> Thank you, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners, and we will see you next week. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. 
I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert. I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. There's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 